Hi, I'm Rafael Esarn, and you're listening to the Quick Pit Podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. As always, I'm joined by Connor. We've got kind of a boring race to break down this week for you. Um, yeah, I guess you can call it the punt faster, people turning other people into the wall fast. Uh, yes, Connor always has to have something to be salty about. And this week, he has no shortage of things to be upset about. But... Um, yeah, we'll get right into it. Um, Cup Series raced at Phoenix Raceway, which is also the host of the championship race in November. And Phoenix should not have two dates at this point. Should even have one? Yeah, I think it's a big market because um, anyone else would say, like, you know, should Pocono even have races? And obviously we want Pocono to keep having races, but... It's like there's going to be more boring tracks on the on the circuit, but yeah. they need to be um, – you got to get away from having multiple dates. So, yep. We'll go right into the top ten, coming in 10th, Ryan Blaney. Uh, solid run for him. Yep. He won the first stage, kind of faded, and, and wasn't really much of a factor for the last stage, at least in ninth. Christopher Bell, solid run for him. Um, just keeps chipping away. He's already got a win, pretty much definitely locked in the playoffs at this point. His third top yep. 10 of the season, I think. He's been quite impressive. Yeah, speaking of a, a winner this year, William Byron in the HMS 24 car, just another solid run for him, uh, having what I think is a breakout year. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think this is going to be Byron's year, and I would not be surprised if he gets multiple wins. In seventh place, Kyle Larson. Another good run for him. And I think if it stayed green there at the end and didn't have the caution for Kyle Busch, um, we'll say spinning, although it was um, questionable. Um <laughs> was another one of those did he spin on purpose moments but no i didn't think he spun on purpose but he might have had help yeah. he definitely had help the, oh yeah, the, yeah that was that situation with rosh testing yeah um question is whether it was intentional or not but no i think i think bush just got loose and rosh testing didn't know where to go besides in the back of him it was just kind of yeah. like a stack up thing but another ah, top, top wait 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 after the last um, green flag pit stops with right before that incident happened, um, Larson was reeling Truex in. And I think if it stays green there, you have a much better finish. You have a good battle for, for the win. And I would think that Larson might come away with that one. Yeah, I I could see it. I just I don't think he would have got the win, but I think he got it got close. And it's, this is insane. Kyle Kev, Kevin Harvick has another top ten, and I feel like all of these top tens for Kevin Harvick this year have not been like 
like they're just there. Like you don't really see him during the race, and all of a sudden you look at the results, and he's like, he had a top ten. Like he wasn't he wasn't dominant, but he was just a top ten, and uh, that was Ethan's pick. And I thought he'd be more dominant than he was. He didn't really wasn't really a factor all day, and just kind of like rode mid to back top tens. Yeah, and and it's surprising because Harvick is the king of Phoenix, and I mean obviously he ran well, but definitely not what we're used to. Who's in fifth, Connor? Oh wait, that's mine, isn't it? Yes, that's yours. Um, Chase Elliott in fifth place. Yeah, the former champion won here last uh, fall, and. I think we all knew he could have a chance to win, and he had a solid top five. Yep. Coming in fourth is the two-car of Brad Keselowski for Penske. Uh, I feel like him and Logano, who uh, were like the top two Penske cars, I feel like both of them could have a shot to win this race. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, um, didn't Keselowski win stage two? Yes, I think he did. Okay. Uh, hold on, I can. No, Logano did. It was it was. Oh, Logano. Blaney and Logano. So, like I said, or that that kind of uh, goes into what I'm saying in, in that the Penske cars have been really, really good the last couple of years at these. They're not short tracks, but they're not mile and a halfs, and they're kind of just like I don't know what you call them. They're not high speed tracks, though. You know, but they're longer than half a mile. So, um. Because I think Richmond's kind of a weird situation where it's technically a short track, but also not as short track-ish. But for yeah. whatever reason, the Penske cars have a lot of speed at the slower, more unique ovals like New Hampshire and Phoenix and, and Richmond. And it showed because they had two stage winners and then uh, two cars in the – all their cars in the top ten. Yep. Uh, coming in. Oh, this is yours. Sorry. In third place, Denny Hamlin. Once again, uh, Hamlin is still the points leader despite not having a win yet. Um, but once again, just a solid run. He's quoted after the race saying something to the extent of the car wasn't as good as it as I'm used to, but um, obviously he still had quite a good enough car to to run up there. Yep, coming in second is my pick of Joe Logano. So close. I was feeling really confident that I picked the correct winner this week, but uh, Martin Truex didn't end up winning the race, sadly. But uh, just a solid run for Joey. Uh, yeah, I think we all kind of knew he would be one of those guys that could win this race. Yeah, and I think he, he dominated. He led the most laps, 143, almost half of them. And he was really good just like the rest of the Penske cars. And uh, I would say for this race, Logano was the second fastest car and Martin Truex Jr. was the second fastest car. But I feel like at the end of the race, uh, Logano was second and Truex had the fastest car. Except for Larson was – Larson might have been up there at some point. Larson just kept shooting himself in the foot over and over again. Larson got – he had to come up through the field um, three times. He started at the back and then had two pit road speeding penalties. The crazy thing is, I don't, I, I can't give you the exact number, but I believe he passed something like over 140 cars yesterday. 
or not yesterday, um, Sunday in the race. That's going through the field almost four times. Yeah, which is and insane. Going to Joe Gibbs, who won the race, and then you know Hamlin and uh, three of the cars in the top ten, and then you have Bush way back in twenty fifth, and it's just like. It looks like another year like he had last year where he's just going to like, struggle and maybe squeak out a win or, t- like, win or two, but like, it, it looks like he's falling off and falling you off. Know what? I mean, obviously I wasn't alive to witness – or not old enough to witness it, but from what I've looked at, like, the stats and stuff, it looks a lot like how Jeff Gordon's career fell off. And not really fell off, but, like, he no longer – there was a point where Jeff just stopped being dominant, you know? And Yeah, and I feel like Father Time's catching up to uh, Kyle Busch, and it's just crazy to think how fast it did catch up because two years ago he's a cup champion, and then last year he had one win, and this year he's just looked horrible. I think – it's partly it, it there's got to be an age factor and i mean this has got to be the worst slump of of his career and going back to the gordon thing it's like gordon did not stop being competitive yeah gordon did not fall off like jimmy did or like dale to an extent in the last two years of his career although dale had injury problems but it's like Gordon's fall fall off was a much more graceful one, you know, compared mm-hmm. to like Stewart or or Jimmy or, or I mean, it, countless. It wasn't others. like Gordon. It wasn't like Gordon hit a brick wall and just stopped. Like, yeah, um, he, Gordon just he, kind he, he of tried going on a slow downhill streak, but like was still competitive and was competing for wins. Just you know, couldn't really compete at the level he once did, which was elite. Competing for wins all the way up to his final final races and and so i think i mean i think that could be the version of of uh kyle bush that we could see from the for the rest of the of his career is that i mean sure he'll be good he might even be a championship contender occasionally but um it's he's he's not going to be as good and it's like gordon only had I'm looking at the stats here. At age 35 was the was kind of his last great season um, in 2007 when he went wire to wire with Jimmy Johnson for for um, for the championship there. After that, he only got sorry. I gotta do some quick math here. 12 more wins over the remaining. Um, Eight and a half, well, eight, eight full time plus the eight races he ran filling in for junior. So twelve over eight years, and I think that I would not be surprised if if Bush has a similar arc in that. I mean, how old is Bush? Is he thirty six? Yeah. I yeah. So, so I mean, I sometimes drivers come into their prime at this time, like Kevin Harvick, but other times I think. We could see something where Bush kind of just slowly, not fades, but just starts to take a back seat. And yep. I mean, as much as I don't like Kyle Bush, it's, I mean, 
I don't know. Just like I didn't like Jimmy much for the longest time. It's like it's yeah, weird if, if this. Hold on, so quick. Yeah, Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush finished twenty fifth because he got spun, as we mentioned by Ross Chastain. Well, I just think Bush got loose, um, and that's why he was back there in twenty fifth. Can we talk about how inconsistent NASCAR was with the cautions this weekend? I don't think that's bad. I mean, Custer slammed into the wall. Well, he kept going. There's no really was no debris, so I don't. Yeah, but he had the whole front torn off. I just think they were inconsistent. I don't know why he called caution there. And they didn't call a caution in the Xfinity race. That's fine. If there's no debris, let them race. Yes, but... Yeah, I guess. Um, Going back to what I said about the punt show, um, Bowman, Dylan, and I forget who else, I think it was Ross Chastain, all got like kind of stacked up. Ross checked up, Bowman checked up, and Dylan did not. Dylan got into the back, turned him into the wall. Uh, that was one instance. It was just kind of like a fluke accident. It and wasn't had, Dylan's fault. Yeah. Just had no time. Yeah. And then you had, who was it? Cody Ware and Anthony Alfredo. And, uh, no, 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 no. This is funny. Um, I believe Cody Ware said when interviewed at some point, he was basically cursing out the lapped cars. And Cody Ware drives for Rick Ware Racing, um, which is kind of amusing. Although, I think Cody Ware, I would be interested to see him drive for someone other than Rick Ware Racing, just yeah. because he seems to be slightly better than the equipment. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, which actually... We'll talk about, let's talk about the Xfinity race a little bit here. Um, crazy, crazy finish at the end. Big wreck that allowed Brandon Brown to sneak a podium finish, third place finish, an underfunded car. And Bailey Curry got his first career top 10 in the Xfinity series, the seventh yes. place effort for Mike Harmon Racing. That was really cool to see. If uh, you're new, Bailey Curry was the very first person that we got to interview, very first guest on the show, first driver, and we had a lot of fun talking to him. Definitely would recommend going back and checking it out. Um, but yeah, so we've been rooting for him this year, and it was it was really cool to see him run that well. Yeah, I, it was great to see. Yeah, and also J.J. Yelly driving Rick Ware Xfinity car also got a got like 12th or 11th. Rick Ware Racing's Xfinity program is not awful. Yeah. Um, the Xfinity Series race just this weekend was awesome. Except for the fact that um, Gregson just blew up. Yeah, I'm just unlucky with my driver so far this year, but Bowman hasn't been awful. He's just not been great. I, I feel like that he's been fine. It's the equipment has just, I don't know. I feel like that team's just been struggling this year to begin, but I know they'll turn around and they'll get, they started out slow last year too, so. Winning in the third race of the season is slow? Well, no, it was like the fourth race and the other three races he finished awful. Um, True. 
and then, and then you saw after he won that race, he was off for the next five months. Just unlucky. He couldn't finish it. He had, yeah. he almost won um, Darlington. Like right after they came back, he was the best, best yeah, was, Chevy. He was doing really good, and he just wasn't able to close it. I mean, he could have. Chevy could have won. Hendrick could have won all like the first two Darlington races and the first two Charlotte races. This is a segment about how last year's this is a segment about the past race. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but there's only so much you can do to recap a race and then you kinda gotta fill it in because we don't want to have a twenty five minute episode. Oh, yes, we did forget. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. And we also need to go over um, our picks. So I picked Kevin Harvick. He finished sixth. And uh, Connor picked, you said Logano, right? I'm just confirming this. Yes, I did. Um, huh. I picked, I picked Logano preseason. So, um, yeah, so I have Harvick. So obviously neither of us got it correct. And that is that. I mean, I think – when do you think – if one of us picks Bell and one of us picks Larson for Bristol Dirt, we'll probably get one of those right, right? You would think? Well, I don't know because how, how many cards do you think will finish that race? Well, we'll get into that one it's the week and we record that episode, but – I want to know how many <laughs> finish the race without extent damage. Well, everyone's going to have damage, but yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. All right, All right. The trend, or week? trend or fluke. Let's see right here. Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s and, and overall um, JTG's speed. Trend or fluke? Um, For the record, Stenhouse finished uh 12th was running fringe top 10, top 15 the whole race. And so far this year, he's got finishes of no top 10s yet, but he's got no finish outside of the top 20. I would say this is in between. It could go either way, but I'm going to say it's a trend just because how fast he's been and how consistent he's been. I don't think he's, I don't think it's a top 10 team, which I think a lot of people can agree with, but you know, even like Ryan Priest. Two top tens already this year. He's not even a chartered car, and he's getting these crazy good finishes. I think he finished mid twenties, uh, Phoenix, but that's still good for a non-chartered car. I think you could say. Yeah, and I think I would agree with you. It's kind of a mixed bag because we know Stenhouse has talent. He can um, wheel, wheel, really wheel a race car. I mean, there's got to be a reason why he's won two Xfinity championships. And I don't think he's ever had the, the fortune to be in a really good car. And um, what will be interesting is if now, Connor, I know you wouldn't like this, but I don't know. I think Stenhouse is a free agent this year. I mean, I wouldn't say Ganassi is great equipment, but if Kurt Busch retires, you could see um, – Stenhouse going to Ganassi. You could see Stenhouse even going to Hendrick if Bowman just don't even not. say that. Ethan. Don't even say that. You don't even don't speak it into existence. Don't even go that far because 
Bowman's been the most consistent driver at HMS for the past couple of years. Yeah. Debatable. But, yeah, you got a point. He's – you know what you get with him at least. Yeah, um, like the most wrecking cars every week, it feels like, on super speedways. But besides the point, what's the next one? All right. Um, trend or fluke? Bubba Wallace, how he ran today. I mean, he should have had a top 10 if not for his crew chief. Trend. You think? I, I think he's really that good. He's had all these races and he the team is just not exist. Like if you're going off the hype that he had, then I don't I don't know. I don't feel like he's gonna be a top ten car. I feel like he'll be right where he finished today. I think he finished sixteenth. I I think he'll be around the top uh, around the fifteenth place area. Yeah, I think I think that's the same thing. They'll compete for top tens, but typically be top twenty in in terms of yeah. And finally, Trent or Fluke Ross Chastain struggles so far. Trent, sadly, I don't think he was. I don't. I don't really think that. I think he was overhyped, and I don't think that team was ever good. I feel like Kyle Larson just made that equipment seem good, you know. And Kurt Mike Busch, can, Kurt Busch can. Kurt Busch can wheel it. Yeah, but for the 42 car, when Larson was in, I think Larson just pretty much saved that and made that team look good and the car looked fast. Um, And you had Matt Kenseth jump in. He just – he was a non-factor. And then, you know, Ross Chastain just – I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a pull-up too soon. I don't feel like it was completely ready, but – I disagree with you. I don't think that 42 car is really good. I feel like Ganassi is just trying to focus on that one car. I disagree with you to an extent. I think Ross Chastain is very talented. I think he has a good future in the sport, but it's kind of like Tyler Reddick where I don't think he'll be able to reach his full potential until he's in better equipment. I think it's mostly the other point you made is that Larson really elevated that team. And now Chastain and Kenseth are showing just how good that car actually is. All right, that will do it for this segment of the Quick Pit Podcast. Coming up next, we've got a surprise. That means we haven't yet decided what we're going to talk about. So that's coming up next on the Quick Pit Podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. You've made it to the second segment on this week's show. I'm, of course, joined by Ethan, but we're, this is going to be a news segment this week. But before we do over the news, let's go over the Twitter shot of the week because we've been slacking on that for the past couple of weeks. But this week's Twitter shot of the week goes to at Racing1514. Go drop him a follow. Um, let's get him a couple more followers. Also, join us on the Discord. It is in the link of the podcast. Also, is in the link of – is in the Twitter bio. Go check it out and uh, come talk some ask or also follow us on Twitter. Um but with that being said, we had some big news this week related to the Dirt Bristol race. Ethan, what is that news? We've got a Canadian running the Bristol Dirt race. There's going to be a lot of dirt ringing, dirt ringers, actually. Mike Marler, who's run some truck races at Eldora in the past couple of years, is going to be driving the 66 car for MBM in uh, the Cup Series. Um, someone is driving the 15 for Rick Ware. I want to say his name is Scott something. Um, 
Hold on, I'm looking it up. But the big news this week is Stuart Friesen will run in the 77 car for Spire in the Dirt Bristol race. Yeah, and I think a lot of people predicted that just because it's 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 that Spire car that's it's not a full-time ride for anybody, and they're just trying to find the best people possible. And, you know, I thought there would be just a couple of truck guys running the race, and um, I was right. So I was wrong. It's Chris Windham who's a USAC champion. So USAC is a like the top one of the top levels of sprint car racing. So uh, a lot of really good dirt drivers running in this race. There might be a few more for Rick Ware Racing. And probably, I would assume, Live Fast will find somebody because it seems that BJ McLeod, they put so, in... Yeah. I know something that Ethan doesn't. Oh, and I sent sent him to him. I sent this to him today, and I don't think he saw it. But Kyle Larson will be running. I saw it. From, you forgot then. Kyle Larson will be running for Nice Motorsports, the number forty four truck for Bristol Dirt. And with this, uh, there's a good chance Kyle Larson sweeps the weekend. Yeah, and there's also Ryan Newman announced today that he will be running in the trucks truck dirt race. Kevin Harvick has already announced that he's running in it. I believe Kyle Busch. And this is why they really, like, all of these cup drivers are taking advantage of it, getting truck series rides for these new tracks so they have practice on it. And this is what we talked about last week, but this is also telling NASCAR, you guys need to have practices. Like, even less yeah. than that dual race, you got to have practice. Well, this race will have practice. Well, I think it's, it's not it's going to be a short practice, isn't it? No, I think it's pretty normal. Oh. I, I don't but know. Even, even still, these these and these guys are getting race action before they even race. And I even said, even if it was Alex Bowman, like these guys are doing the smart thing with the drivers, but I don't think NASCAR should allow it just because of how we could get in this whole conversation again, which I don't want to do because we talked about it last week. If you guys want to hear about that, go check out the podcast from last week. But I think it was just, two weeks ago, but yeah. Two weeks ago. But it's it's just still like I don't agree with it, but it is what it is. And um, Kyle Larson has a good chance to in the weekend. Yeah, and I think – oh, another interesting tidbit here. Um, Stuart Friesen obviously runs full-time in the truck series as well. I think he has one career win there. Um, I'm going to check that. But here's an interesting thing. So his wife, Jessica Friesen um, – He's actually he owns his own team in the truck series. Um, he's per, they're preparing a car for her, and so um, the the husband and wife combo. He has two career wins, uh, finished fourth in points in 2019. So he he's pretty good. Um, him and his wife are going to be running in the same race together, which is kind of interesting. I would love to see how much smack talk there's going to be going into the race and after the race. Between yeah, those two, but, I would uh, really hope they wreck each other. That that would be that would be a all over, um, all over the social media and stuff like that. Yes. That would be that would be crazy. That would be really really funny. Um, yes, and um, if you someone else to say about dirt, there's some uh, news that I forget where, but Bubble Wallace will be testing testing the car i forget what racetrack but that just came out i think yesterday i forget the racetrack off the top of my head um but richmond and it's happening today 
today. Oh, yep, right there. And there's a video that came out just about 36 minutes ago from uh, Bob Pockress. But yes, he is test. Bubba Wallace is testing uh, the car out at Richmond right now. Yes, and another thing I saw today, uh, I think it's speculation, um, but um, the OEM, which stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer, or basically the the manufacturer versions are supposed to be revealed at a test at Martinsville in about a month. That's the word on the street. So we'll see what the twenty, the, what the next gen Camaro, Mustang, and uh, and I think. Is Toyota sticking with the Camry? I'm pretty sure. I'm 99% sure. Yeah. I, I don't think sure. it's the Supra. Yeah. And then there's some other news that came out uh, today that uh, Justin Haley expects to run several cup races, but he hasn't said what races he'll run yet, but they will be with Spire. Well, he's been running most of them already. Yeah. I think oh, he's won everything except Daytona. Yeah, we've had so much news this week, and I totally forgot. But Austin Cendrick will be running the Cup Series race this week at Atlanta. Um, I think it's going to be in the 33 car. Again, for Penske in the fourth, like fourth yes, car. Yes, it is. It is. 33 Penske car. That means and, there's 39 entries this week. And I put this on Discord, and Ethan was like, why? And I, I kind of agree with him. I don't know. Like, but then I think it was uh, Rockingham said it's good for Austin Sendick, which it is, because he's run well there in the past. Um, but, yeah, at the beginning, it was like Atlanta, like Sendrick. But I kind of see where you're going with it, with, um, with the whole – just because he's been good there. Yes, and I think there's a lot of people saying, well, why don't you run him at the road courses where he'd be sure to perform really well. And I think the reason why is because um, – you can't, I mean, you already know he's good there. You know he's going to perform there. So what he needs practice is that tracks he's not good so he can hit the ground running next year. So I now that I've looked into it, it, it does sound, it, it makes a lot more sense. And then there was, I just looked at, I'm looking over uh, Bob Hawkers on Twitter and this, we don't want the segment to go too long here, but um, NASCAR officially announces a suspension of Keselowski's crew chief, Jeremy Bolins, and Suarez's crew chief, Travis Mack, for one race for having two loose-slash-missing lug nuts post-race at Phoenix. Okay. I saw that saw that um, last Sunday night, and I'm like, didn't really think much of it, but they do end up suspending those two uh, crew chiefs for this week's race at Atlanta. All right. Well... We've got so last week we had a trivia question, and uh, we forgot to put it up on the Twitter for you to answer the twi- trivia question. Connor, you can do that, that now because it's technically live from last week. Um, true, 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 true. While I'm asking the question, but don't put the question in. They must listen. Yes. To get the question, you'll get a shout out if you get it correct, and obviously we will not take any edited answers. So. Uh, it has to be your original response. You can't and DM me on Twitter and don't don't leave a comment of what the answer is because then other people would just look and they'll post the same answer. So no, no. DM me relating to that question so we don't have people just no. Just it. we'll just put a, put up a tweet and have them respond. Okay, and we'll see how it goes. All right, there's gonna be like a test trial this week. 
Yeah, so the question is, Mellow Yellow, the soft drink, uh, which I've actually, have you ever had it, Connor? No, but I know we're going with this trivia question. Um, yes, because it's the one we did last week. I'm yeah. just using that one because we didn't put the thing up, so nobody responded. Uh, they sponsored Kyle Petty in the 90s on uh, the Felix Abedi's 42 car. And um, they came back for one race. They, they ended their sponsorship after like 97, 98. They were out of NASCAR for a long time. They came back for one race. When and what driver, like what year and what driver did they sponsor? So um, basically, when was the last time that Mellow Yellow sponsored a Cup Series car? We want the year and the driver. So put your answer in the comments to the uh, question answer box that Connor is putting up right now. Right, Connor? Should I put it up now? Because the podcast isn't technically go out till tomorrow. Yes, but this is from last week too. So it's technically still up. So um, we'll put that right up. And while he's doing that, I'll close out this segment. So unless there's any more news, I think we can go on to the third segment in which we will preview Atlanta. So... With that being said, um, let's move on to the third segment of the show where we preview Atlanta. That's coming up next on the Quick Pit Podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. It's the third segment on today's show. I'm, of course, joined by Ethan, and we are here for another week of where we are going to pre- uh, preview the this week's this week's race at Atlanta. And, at uh, Atlanta. Yeah, and what else can I say? I want to see how much Harvicking is going on there. Yes, of course, Harvicking is the um, the word used to describe it nowadays, isn't it? Even though he has only got two, no, I believe three wins at the track. Uh, so not necessarily as dominant as some people make it out. Jimmy Johnson uh, has like five or six career wins there. So um, yeah, if you don't know what Harvicking is, it is where Kevin Harvick does this a lot. So that's why it's named after him. But it's where the car gets right on the white line right before the apron and just wraps around the track, wraps those corners. Yes. And, and of course, we all know Atlanta is a tire eater of a track, and um, it's it always creates problems for tires. Teams have to be very careful to manage their tires, and so it's it's certainly a challenge in that aspect. And I mean, last year, Clint Boyer was um, had one of the faster cars, but he just could not kept having tire problems, and he he struggled. So. Um, I, I do remember that. And Connor, you know what? Just remembered are you, this. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Atlanta was the very first race we reviewed. Yeah. The very it first episode. Very first, it wasn't it wasn't a year ago. We've but it was uh midsummer because of the pandemic. But this was our first ever race last year that we uh uh reviewed. But we have not uploaded every week since because we kind of was slow in the summer and then we took a break off over Christmas, but I want to see how far we can get before taking a like a week break. 
Well, the next, um, we might take a break over the, I think there's going to be a break in the summer for the Olympics. That might be a good time to take a break. Um, yeah, but so I also, just I, go ahead. Your shirt. A quick disclaimer. I'm on the Kansas preview week, um, around Kansas weekend. I will be on vacation and I will not be here, but there will still be a podcast because Ethan will, of course, be the host. And um, uh, Dan Wilkins, who uh, came on the good podcast. Good friend of a couple, ours. A couple, I think maybe a couple, two months ago. It was in December. Yeah, um, we'll be uh, covering for me, and we'll be the co-host. So it'll be pretty much the same exact thing, same format, just to, to one different person. Yep. So and I will be back the week after. Yeah, and that's probably we've talked with Dan. He's kind of going to be our backup, backup host from here on out. So obviously, we will. Um, you might hear him occasionally. Sometimes with Connor, because I'm intending to teach Connor how to do all this stuff. I take care of the recording and editing, but I think Connor can handle it. Not quite sure. <laughs> I could do it. I just need to learn how to do it. Yes. So we'll get right into the preview because we're a bit crunched for time. So as we said earlier, um, it's a very tough on tires, even more so than at uh, Homestead. It's almost worn out too much at this point, I think. But yeah, a lot um, of people want it to be uh, repaved, but I think they're. If they're going to repave it, I want them to put it back to the old layout, which is basically a mile and a half Dover. So. Yeah, so we can go into some uh, past winners here. Um, Kyle Bush? Yeah, Kyle Bush has won here uh, one time, I think. Yep, one time back in uh, 2013. Um, Incorrect. He, he also won in 2008, which was Toyota's first win in the Cup Series. Oh, uh, yeah. These are all names are jumbled up. But Kevin Harvick, of course, there's also Brad Kozlowski, who won in 19 and 17, and probably, nope, that's all. This is two races you won here, but those are recent wins. Of course, they have Jimmy Johnson, Casey Kane. Danny Hamlin's won here once. Um, Kurt Busch has got two wins here. So. Yep, Kurt Busch wins. Those are just some guys I would uh, definitely put Harvick in your fantasy lineup. Um, Brad Keselowski, I'll try to put in if you haven't used him too much so far. I'll put Kyle Busch, I'll put Denny Hamlin, all the guys that have a win and have been good here the past couple of years, I would look to put in um, in your fantasy lineup. Ethan. Yes, um, here's something interesting, Connor. Um, did you know that Bobby Labonte won here in 2001 in a Potinic? I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That, um, that will actually, never leave Ethan's head. It will always, 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 he'll always actually, bring that up. Hold on, hold on. Bobby Labonte has got like, I think he's got six wins here or something crazy like that. And five of them were in a Potenic. So, uh... <laughs> okay, that's enough. But, <laughs> Ethan. Do you have a sleeper pick? Sleeper pick is Kurt Busch because he actually has three wins here. Um, I'm definitely putting him in my fantasy lineup because I probably won't use him every week. He's been driving lights out recently because of his, we're assuming this is his last year. He's probably going to retire at the end of the year. And so I'd put him in because he's driving like he wants to go out 
on a good note. And so um, he's really ele elevating his equipment. He's been up front a lot recently. And so, and he's got lots of success at this track. So Kurt Busch is my sleeper pick. Yeah, my sleeper pick was going to be him, but since you took him, I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. He won here back in 2019 in the um, in the Xfinity Series. And, you know, he's been really solid to begin this year with uh, Joe Gibbs. And he's got a lot of top tens, and I wouldn't be surprised if he could end up sneaking one out here at Atlanta. Um, All right. So, Ethan, yeah. let's get into picks. Is it my turn or your turn? I think I went first last week. Okay. So my pick this week, and I know I said Kevin Harvick will have a bad year this year, we'll have a down year, but I do think you'll get a couple wins. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick just because he's been so consistent, has had so many top tens to begin the season. I think you'll finally break through and get a win here at Atlanta. I am going to go with Brad Keselowski because he's been knocking on the door here the last couple of weeks. He's always been up front, always running in the top five, top ten. So, and he's got some success here. So I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski. All right, Ethan, put those in your handy nandy spreadsheet. Yep. Uh, we still have not picked a um, preseason winner yet, which is pretty interesting as well. Um Picked Austin Dillon to win at Richmond and at Talladega. I'm just looking at some of my picks from the preseason. It's, it's interesting. And, and, and Connor's like 35 picks for Elliott on the, on the preseason. So, so my um, preseason strategy was I thought it was, I didn't really take it that serious, was to put as many races as Elliott had a chance to win and just load it up, and one of them has to be right. <laughs> and that's how I pretty much went with. Probably will, and it will be a very happy day when we finally get a pick right. I don't even care if, if you get it. It will be, yeah, it'll be amazing. I've, I've been I, putting a lot of, uh, like, race them, like, who's winning for a shout-out, and people have been getting the correct answer right the past couple weeks. And I'm like, you guys need a pick for us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DM you saying, who should I pick this week? For yeah, this race, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm going to use it as my answer. Yeah, but we had one out of five last week, and I guess – one out of 10 because we had like 20 responses for Vegas and two of them are right. So the going rate is still not very good. So I think that we'll end the season with something like four to three or something like that in terms of yeah. points. So, I'm just trying to get my $10 back from getting very unlucky with Michael McDowell. Just because <laughs> I'm telling you, That's Michael McDowell right. will be a first round exit and it won't be close. All right. All right. Um, I'll close it out this week. We'll see if I can do it in a reasonable amount of time. Connor, yeah. don't time me, okay? We don't have all day. All right. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Quick Pit Podcast. As always, join the Discord. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Answer the trivia question if you're on Twitter. And if you aren't, as I said, join the Twitter. So that being said, I'm rambling. So we will see you next week on the Quick Pit Podcast.